Welcome to Married to Movies. Industry insiders John Russell and Tracy Kring live and work happily in cinematrimony. They're sharing behind-the-scenes adventures of writing, producing, and appreciating films. Good morning, babe. Good morning, babe. This is our uh, classic trash omelet. Trash salad. Trash salad omelet. Leftover salad from yesterday. Exactly. It's really good. It's been uh, it's been a minute since we did a podcast. Yep. You know, we just kind of do it. Okay, we have something to talk about. We watch something. Something's in the news. I'm not promising that. Oh well, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> no, but but sometimes, like yesterday, we got talking about. I don't remember what it was we were talking about in the morning, but it was like, oh my god, this so should have been a podcast because we have really interesting conversations every morning. We I love that it. about us. It makes us so awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They're interesting to us. They're entertaining to us. Mm-hmm. Well, First text of the morning. What's happening? Nothing. I just, I'm always curious what's going to be the first text I get. It used to, like, if it was something I didn't want to hear, it used to make me mad. Now, I'm just like, oh, there's an opportunity to do something. This is because you are developing as a person, Tracy. You had your birthday. I did. Oh, I loved my birthday. I, since we drove home and I was forced to be like on a break for 16 hours, um, I hadn't really taken any time off. Mm-hmm. And like, really? He insisted on a piece of that sausage. It was nice to force myself to not work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you even said at one point, um, hey, you're getting dangerously close to working. You had your birthday and we went out, we did some sushi and you got a bunch well, of- we hung some of my grandfather's paintings. He was mm-hmm. uh, an amazing self-taught artist and he gave me lots of pieces. We hung some art. We did a little art project. We went to this big thrift store and found lots of stuff for you. Someone on Facebook commented <laughs> that you said, she bought me clothes for her birthday. And someone commented, she bought you clothes last year for her birthday. What did you get her? You enjoy dressing me like a Ken doll. <laughs> I enjoy dressing you. Which is fine. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I don't think it's... And it was a great... And it was a great jacket. You, you know how it's a great jacket? When someone walks up to you and touches it and goes, that's nice. And that's yeah. what they did. Yeah, they That's did. what they did. That's nice. Yeah. Nice jacket. Nice. I like that. Ooh. Uh, and like, you know, I bought stuff for the house. I mean, all buying of things, you know, is something that I enjoy. It doesn't have to be just for me. Right. Exactly. It's the act of buying and shopping and stuff like that that you find fun. Mm-hmm. We watched a movie last night. Mm. And the house in this movie got wrecked. Maybe people have heard about it. I think it has a bad title. Yeah. No One Can Save You. They wanted to uh, have a title that was going to sort of connote something that, you know, it was very ominous and everything. I don't think it's a No One Can Save You movie. Well... I really liked it. It was freaking me out a lot. You're hiding, running and hiding. Mm-hmm. You pointed out she stopped and hid a lot. Mm-hmm. Which, like, why don't you just keep the running? Lo- right. The logic of whenever she would get away and then stop and then look around. It was all of these sort of resets, you know, so that they could set up for the next sort of moment and that type of thing. That felt, was a little tedious. It felt a little obvious. Yeah. The other kind of tedious thing about it was that it had almost zero dialogue. Actually, it could have had zero dialogue. They purposefully, about almost to the end of the movie, had her say something just oh. so they wouldn't say, oh, 
there was no dialogue in this. What did she say? I don't uh, remember. I, I'm sorry, Maud. Mm. She said it twice. As a viewer, you were kind of like starting, you were like waiting and you were like, oh, how are they going to avoid her talking here? It's like, oh, this, this is one long shot. This is no dialogue. It starts to be more about the filmmaking than the film for me. Well, I feel like she had stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of this thing mm-hmm. that happened. When other people were around and they didn't talk. I, I said, by the way, a couple of seconds ago, I said that she was moot. She's not moot. She's, she's mute. mute. She's mute. Exactly. If she was moot. She's mute. She's well, mute. She was, she's mute. <laughs> she's in my head. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no, what happened? I sang on the podcast. Oh, uh, see what happens? Well, you know, presidents of the United States of America, sometimes you can't resist them. But yes, she was moot to the town mm. who had sort of uh, ignored her because Yeah, they of, hated her. Yes, because of what she had done. Uh, no one can save you. Uh, very enjoyable. Lots of different kinds of aliens, but they were all kind of in the same species, which was kind of interesting. I mean, something that we didn't really even notice was the effects. Mm-hmm. They were great. Mm-hmm. They were. I didn't sit there going, oh, this is cheap. It was a movie that was on Hulu that probably should have been in theaters. I don't know about that. Really? Mm. Well, how do you determine that? Maybe a few. What, a few theaters? <laughs> yeah. You can be in like seven theaters. <laughs> Who knows? It may have had a limited theatrical, but yeah, I just don't think it really would appeal to mass audience. Well, I think there was a time that it would have appealed to more yeah. mass audience. Mm-hmm. But now that streaming is available and everything. Uh, well, uh, it w- it's also by the uh, writer and director of like Love and Monsters, which was uh, really enjoyable and uh, underwater. And he seems to do sort of like the action thriller thing really, really well. Mm-hmm. Kudos to him. Hopefully he doesn't get scooped up by Star Wars or Marvel. Marvel, yeah. Where you're never making anything else but what they want you to make. He'll be doing like another Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Talk about a movie I do not give a fuck about. The, the new Aquaman trailer. 100%. Do not care. Jason Momoa may not be a very good actor. Well, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Aquaman is really like him. Mm-hmm. But he, remember he was Conan, who I love. Conan is a great character, and that was a terrible movie. He hasn't figured out how to, like, be The Rock yet. <laughs> yeah, well, he ha- he hasn't really, he hasn't landed in that, like, you know, rom-com vein or, you know, something to kind of, you know, soften him up a little bit. He needs to bit. do one of those, like, daddy He needs movies. a Jumanji. Oh. You gotta get a Jumanji. I love the new Jumanji movies. Oh, there are. They, they're awesome. <laughs> They're awesome. They they are Jack Black in the new Jumanji movies. Oh my gosh, so funny! Actually, the last one was really good because they were sort of doing impersonations of the different characters. Seeing The Rock do Danny DeVito was pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. love that. WGA um, may have a contract. Yeah, it's like so secretive. Nobody is saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. Why are they being so secretive and not releasing the details? I understand why they're being so secretive. Oh. Well, imagine if you will, part of the details come out. In other words, if you don't control the release of exactly how you want it to come out, what you want to be able to say about it, then it's going to be kind of all over the internet. 
there are obviously going to be people who are not happy about the contract. They're well, going to they're going to want more. I mean, there are people on my Facebook groups, writers, who say that they're expecting checks from this. They never did big shows. They never, you know, they were never involved. They're talking about like back pay residuals for things from like, you know, 10 years. I mean, just stupid, stupid stuff. And that is going to be a segment of the populace. So you really have to control how this thing comes out so that they get the, the deal signed. You know, if they're abiding by the rules that both parties have agreed to up to that point, then I don't see how you would get back. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Except unless it could be proven that they had done it in bad faith, maybe. Or that they had not followed the same rules. Right. They had not been following the rules. Right. Or they had been cheating people by not sending payment. Now, if you had worked on a film, and this would be more of an actor, but if you had worked on a film and you were supposed to get paid, you know, up to 60 to 90 days afterwards, and it's been hundreds and hundreds of days, and you haven't been paid, Mm -hmm. it's possible that those people will have to come into currency Mm -hmm. on their books uh, before they could go into distribution. But, and I I definitely feel that way. No, you shouldn't be spending money on film festivals. You shouldn't be spending money on any of that stuff until the people who made it have been paid. 100%. Yeah, and, and at every level, like you shouldn't be pursuing film festivals if your post-production team has not been paid yet you know you shouldn't be spending money forward right unless you're current with the people who are working with you well i feel like that is something that happens all the time now in capitalist society people are borrowing your money and then returning it to you and having the money they're actually collecting interest for example we're having the whole issue with the toll thing where you uh with easy pass every single time that you go through an easy pass they hold 25 dollars. no that's not what happens that's not what happens what happens I've- Okay, so let's say you go through, what is the bridge? $15 now? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. The GW. Yeah, yeah, or, GW yeah. or the tunnel. So it's like $15 to get into Manhattan. Right. So what they do is every time you go through that, they insist a $35 like balance be maintained. Oh, I see. Okay. But what was happening was, let's say you went through, there's $35 in there. You went through and it was 15 and we went down, right? Right. To like 20. Right. But the replenishment amount is 35. Oh, I see. Instead of the replenishment amount being 20. So I was To get you back up to 35. They weren't charging me a replenishment back to 35. They were charging me a $35 replenishment fee. Every time there is a replenishment, it's $35. And then, and here's the new bullshit, folks. Okay, so you notice that they don't have anybody at the toll booths anymore. So they just, yeah, you, you thanks, just go through. Jobs. Right. Oh, so, they didn't need jobs. So you just blow through, but it says that if you don't have Easy Pass, you have to call a phone number and to uh, basically not be charged the $50 administration fee. So you're driving down the road. You're trying you to- You have no option. You, you have no option. You're trying to call a phone number. You're like putting in your codes and yeah, your really, credit really card. Safe. Very Super safe. safe. Exactly. They're trying to make it as difficult on you as they possibly can. Yeah. How much interest or where is that account? That massive EasyPass account, mm-hmm. right? With millions in it. 
Oh, yeah. Millions in it. Tens of millions. Where yeah. is that? And what's the interest being drawn? I don't know, man. Or how is that working? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like it might be the mob to me. Well, When I, in doubt, it's the mob. It's just ridiculous. These are the policies that are set up by corporations to try to drain you, to try to fuck you, to try to control you. And I feel like that is what the WGA and uh, SAG-AFTRA are fighting against and I think they won. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that they won. I mean, SAG does that where you have to p- basically show escrow on the amount of money that you would be paying your actors, what you're going to owe at the end. Mm-hmm. Or you r- can write a ch- you know, send a, a hold amount like um, you know, I think we only had one or two SAG actors in a film and we had to send in a check for like, you know, twelve hundred dollars or something. On a small budget when you have a tiny budget. Oh yeah. You're, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah. You're spending more on the administrative fees for SAG than you actually are on the uh what you're what you're paying the actors. Well, if you're only talking about one or two people. Well, I mean, you're kind of having to figure out how are you going to float that amount of money because I mean this is a very 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 small budget I'm right. talking about right if $1,200 represented like 10% of your film like that's money that you can't be spending somewhere else that's on hold that you're going to get back you know we'll just pay that out of pocket so that the film can spend how much the film's budget is and not wait on that reimbursement this was all very very long overdue um that it, it was ridiculous that the strike had to take this long. I'm curious exactly what was agreed upon. I wonder what happened uh, with AI. I wonder what happened with the uh, writers' rooms as far as uh, the guarantees for you know how many people and how many weeks and that type of thing are going to be in the writers' rooms. Honestly, the most important thing is that uh, we get get people back to work. Did Drew Barrymore and um... boy did she fuck up? <coughs> oh my god! To to basically have that much bad press a week oh, did you see that? before the WGA. <laughs> did you oh. see that thing? Hey, if you're looking for a shabby room to do an apology video in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did you see that. You can use MySpace for 5000 a day. Exactly, exactly. It was like... Find the shabbiest place in your palatial mansion to do your apology video. Ten things to make a great apology video. (laughs) Number three would be like, find the shabbiest spot in your house. I think number one was don't wear makeup. That's true. Which I don't mind. Or if you do wear makeup, make sure to wear pink around your eyes. Thanks to our sponsor, Movie Mode Merch, the graphic t-shirt store to outfit you for your next film set. Be the person wearing the t-shirt everyone asks, hey, where'd you get that shirt? Cast and crew alike love these inside jokes and filmmaking inspired designs. Check them out on Insta at Movie Mode Merch. You know, honestly, we get the feeling sometimes that because somebody is famous or because somebody is... Number uh, two, fill the room with diced onions. We think that they might be smart. We think that, oh, they they must have something going on. And what happened with Drew Barrymore was these people were being stupid. They were not playing out how this was going to come off. They were being idiotic. I, I'm sure they submitted to certain pressures. 
I'm sure they submitted to certain threats. I'm sure they. I, I'm sure they all wanted to go back to work. And well, get if you submit money. to stupid pressure, you're stupid. You know, it also sucks. Like everybody else who's not in that union is getting hurt by it too, and not making money. Who are the people that I am standing next to? If I disagree with the people that I'm standing next to, I'm on the wrong side. Okay, I'm on the wrong side of things. So if I, you know, if if there's a situation in your life where you are agreeing with assholes. That makes you an asshole. Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore basically coming out a week before a resolution a resolution just so they could just shit in the middle of the road and then people well, to l- point at their shit if that was like a move to like okay you know let's get drew barrymore and bill maher you know everybody loves them let's get them back up and running and that'll help us negotiate because they'll be up and running that really backfired no 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 it, no it, it it definitely wasn't a move it was okay so from from drew barrymore's perspective she had three WGA writers on her staff. That's all. Right. Okay. So she so she was like, you know, or basically her people were like, you know, we could probably just be back up because there are only three writers, you know, that were WGA and right. and the fact that we're a quote, quote, news program. It was like, okay, we're really a news program and there were only three WGA writers. So we really can start our show again and we can take advantage of the fact that all these other shows are off the air. Right. The optics and the way that everybody has supported this strike, Mm -hmm. you don't get on the wrong side. If this was an opportunity to create something for future strikes, because there's, you know, if the AMPTP continues to act this way, there's mm-hmm. going to be future strikes. There very well could and be. And with yeah. technology and evolution of technology, there's right. going to be future strikes. Right. We don't know what intent, whenever this, this negotiation has run its course, we don't know what the next technology might look like. Holodex. It might be. Oh, I wish. It might. It might <laughs> How I, quickly, if there, if a holodeck did exist, would you commit a sex act? Not quickly at all. No, that wouldn't be like your first go-to. No. If there's a holodeck and I can have sex with a virtual, uh, no, you wouldn't. No, I would rather like make them scratch my back or give me a massage. <laughs> Instead of having sex with Lincoln, you're getting a... Uh, a, a <laughs> Abe Lincoln? <laughs> what? What? Why? I don't know. Did you choose Abe Lincoln for me? Well, he's pretty famous. Okay. Well, in that case, why don't you do Mary Todd? Uh, you know, whatever you're into, man. You know, she, she, I hear she was a freak. I think she was <laughs> very disturbed, probably. Yeah, I don't know why I got Abe Lincoln. Of all the... I was like just thinking of like people that it could be. I wasn't thinking of uh, being a trap. Well, first of all, okay, I'm thinking of like a really famous person who uh, obviously like you. could not exist. Well, I did play Abe Lincoln in a short film once. <laughs> Should you have? No, I really shouldn't. No, no, it was not. Don't look for it, folks. Don't look. Don't, don't look for me as Abe Lincoln. No, I don't no. think you would find it. No, that's fu- that's funny if somebody would f- would find it somewhere. Honesty. <laughs> Honesty. Well, uh, I still think uh, you, there, there's a lot 
to come out. Oh, the point that I was trying to make oh, was... Oh, I'm sorry. In future... Okay, in the future. When, when we're writing contracts and stuff, and like, let's say you're the Drew Barrymore show and you're writing contracts, I think you should write in. As long as a strike goes on, the pay don't stop. Oh, interesting. Okay. And if it's hurting them... Hurting. Well, you, you had made a really excellent suggestion. You had said Drew Barrymore should have said that she was starting her show again, but she was going to start paying those three writers at the same time so that they could afford to strike longer. That was the only instance in which I felt shows could come back was if they were still able to pay people on strike. Why? Well, and I, honestly, I don't agree that because she's a SAG actress, I don't agree with the fact that she's able to be in another genre, which SAG doesn't cover, which is like journalistic endeavors. Mm -hmm. And because she has a show, I think if you're a SAG actor, it's your SAG. It's it's very complicated because so many actors are producers now and they're writers. Tom Hanks says, I'm in all the unions. Right. I'm in the Producers Guild. I'm in WGA. I'm in SAG-AFTRA. You know, he's in all of but them. But if SAG is striking, right? Or, right. or the, the DGA or the PGA. Let's say one of them is striking. I don't think in any other union he should be working. I think PGA is golf. The Producers Guild? Oh, maybe. The DGA and the PGA? But there is a PGA that is golfed. <laughs> the PGA tour. Yeah, exactly. I didn't come up with the damn anagram. Uh, okay. okay. So so they're sharing anagrams. I, that's not my problem. <laughs> that must be very confusing in Hollywood if you're a producer. Oh, you're a yeah. golfer? <laughs> no, I'm a producer of film. I would love it if our uh, listeners would sometimes like ask us questions or correct us. I think that would be really cool. Oh, like letters to the editor? Yeah, man. Why not? I wouldn't. Oh, come on. I said what I said. I said what I said. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. No, it's no. it was really funny because we have found out a few people are listening to the show, including your uh, mother and, and uh, father. And I don't know if my mom is listening long term, but my dad said he was he was following. And, and, and he's, he listened to the first show. And uh, I, I believe you, you said he said, uh, you might want to tell Russell to, you know, keep some things to himself. You don't no. have to share everything. No, going I, uh, no, evidently, I think I think on the first show, see, like, you know, everybody has a different sensibility. It was and sexual, probably. Pro probably we were being sexually inappropriate, which probably. is par for the course. Exactly. When you load the show and it says, is is it explicit? I always say yes. Of course it's explicit. It's going to be explicit. Life is explicit, folks. It's R-rated moving into NC-17. Well, I think, yeah, I think life is sometimes, probably. Sometimes it's X. Yeah, most days life is definitely NC-17 <laughs> at my house. Pump up the volume. It's actually on streaming. It is, yeah. I don't know how this has happened. It's such a good movie. The it's, soundtrack is unbelievable. It's, it's a great little movie. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's nostalgic. I don't think someone who's like 25 or, or 18 now would think it was a great movie, but it is. At the end, when Happy Harry Hardon is like, you know, seize the waves, you know, I think that all has come to pass. Yes. 
where you don't have to have like you know pirate radio anymore right podcasts it's like it's not a thing it's just available but you know facetime live and by the way folks pirate radio very disappointing movie i i have a whole story about pirate radio i'll tell you that i, I was very disappointed well in it. we loved pirate radio when we watched all the deleted scenes yes somehow some editor <laughs> was influenced by someone and, and every funny and thing anything interesting in pirate radio that was interesting or funny got cut was in the deleted scenes usually deleted scenes you're totally like oh yeah oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that shouldn't that, have been in there totally delete that, that yeah we don't need that that did not belong in it that's 100%. going nowhere but the pirate radio deleted scenes are hilarious the pirate radio deleted scenes are the movie <laughs> It, it's one of the worst yeah. films probably ever made because of the how ca- good the cast they had, yes. the story they had, yes, and the shittiness of which it turned out. Right. And I don't know if that editor has ever even worked again. Well, see, this is why you get on IMDb and you like check it out. Right. Yeah. So you should check that out because if they didn't. It wasn't their fault. I, somebody did that. Yeah. Maybe a studio came in. Right. I don't know. Right. Everything. Yeah. Everything that was edgy. Everything that was like uh, R-rated and things like that. That that actually happened in uh, the movie L.A. Story. That there's a deleted scene. Even though L.A. Story is hilarious. It's a great movie. Steve Martin. Awesome. But there's a deleted scene where they say fuck like over and over and over again. And it is hilarious. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, it's so scene. good. I'll, I'll, I'll play it for you. Is L.A. Story the one where they make the movie? No, that's Bullworth. That yeah, no, that's not Bullworth. What is that? No, what is that? <laughs> okay, Bullworth is the one with Warren Beatty. No, okay, I don't where like he, him. Okay, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Yes, is the one with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. That is freaking awesome. Oh yeah, Bowfinger is great. But L.A. Story. That's making a movie. But L.A. Story is the one where God is like the uh, the uh, freeway sign and uh, Steve Martin is like getting uh, messages on the freeway sign. I don't remember this. You don't remember this? He actually met his wife who he had for a very, very long time on that movie. I don't remember. Oh, it's it's a lovely, it's a, it's a wonderfully romantic. That's okay. Remember you had brought up Richard Grant? Yeah. Okay, he's in that and that's the one where he was where he's like, what's that banging sound? That's just my damn testicles. <laughs> <laughs> the most random thing that somebody could possibly, it's just my damn testicles again. <laughs> and they never explain why his testicles why? are banging and making bell sounds. That's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. But that, yeah, that's Richard Grant that I you had love, brought up. I love Steve Martin. Oh, absolutely. I, I've been watching uh, Only Murders in the Building. See, I think he's so underplayed. He is. And, like, he's, like, beyond a straight man. He's, like, a board. He's, like, a cardboard well, cutout okay. of okay. a man. There's a, there's a scene in the latest episode where he does the whole song, this kind of Pirates of Penzance patter song. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And he murders it. it it's... But absolutely Mar- great. Martin Short, like even in like the Father of the Bride movies. I mean, Martin. Well, you Short- heard about the Martin Short controversy, right? Uh, no. Okay, so a guy with uh, the New Yorker or the Atlantic or somebody, he does an opinion piece. Can we all stop pretending that Martin Short is funny? What he does and. Everybody freaks the fuck out about it. What? Everybody starts like going on Twitter and going, what the fuck? 
fuck are you talking about? Martin Short is amazing. He's amazing in this and amazing in this and amazing in this. And yeah, this guy just like ripped up Martin Short and he got eviscerated for it. Oh, dang. Yeah. And he should because... Martin but, Short is hilarious, well, and he's a very good actor. If you watch him in, like, The Morning Show, when he was, like, uh, playing the uh, guy that got canceled, oh, my God. Oh, he's yeah. He's creepy as hell in that. Well. So good. I mean, I understand if you don't like that humor. I get that. He has the Ed Grimley stuff he did on SNL. Love But he Ed also Grimley. has the Ed very- Grimley had a cartoon. Do you remember the Ed Grimley cartoon? Yes, I do remember the Ed Grimley cartoon. <laughs> I loved Ed Grimley. What, would, what happened on the Ed Grimley cartoon? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> what adventures did Ed Grimley just, go on? I just insisted on watching Ed Grimley. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I don't remember. I've got to look I bet that it's up. on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I've got to look that up. Because just, uh, just imagine... I'm imagining it. I wonder if it's like the Mr. T cartoon, you know, where he's like out and he's like solving mysteries or something. I don't remember. There were topics that I, I wanted to talk about. No, there are no more topics, babe. We're done. We're done with topics. Well, we we will do it on another oh, show. You, you had this whole thing. Where... Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know that whole thing. That's, oh, that's like one, an important one thing. thing. Though. One oh, thing. my God. One thing. What? One thing here that I do want you to tell. What? Which is the stolen grocery story. Babe, that is a whole thing. That's a whole setup. It's funny. Okay, okay. I will tell the stolen grocery story on the next show. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard not to get romantic about movies. Thanks for listening to Married to Movies. John and Tracy will meet you for breakfast tomorrow. Thanks to our sponsor, Movie Mode Merch. Comfortable graphic tees made by and for awesome filmmakers to wear on set and off. Check them out on Insta at Movie Mode Merch.